0: What's up, everybody? Three and a Possible here. Devion had to bail on us today. devion has got some, uh, had a little family medical issue today, so he will he will not be with us. But we got two guests lined up for the day. First up, we got Big Mike, Big Cavs big fan. Big Mike, a big day for you, Big Mike. You guys, uh, oh, yeah, you guys got some stuff to play for. I think, um, as I was reading earlier, all the the the, the four playing teams are set. But they yeah. could all finish anywhere seven through ten, depending on how the how the games go. You know, the the, the Cavs got the Bucks, who look like they are not going to play anybody worth a damn. No, so the they're Cavs, not going to play
1: any of their starters. So, the Cavs
0: should have a good shot here. Um, yeah. Tee up a little bit the rest of the playoffs for the East. We got we got a bunch of possibilities between two through four. Uh, the the Sixers are locked in to three or four. Milwaukee is locked into two or three, and then the Celtics could be as high as two, as low as four today. So a lot of good stuff to to watch for the for the East. We will we all go a little deeper into those scenarios once we get there. But let's start with the playing games, Mike. Your Cavs. What do you expect? Like, are the cat the Cavs for a long time were as high as like four and three during the season? They've three, kind of stumbled. Yeah, high as three. You know,
1: I'm really happy with the season we've had this year. Um, you know, of course, late in the season with injuries, you know, to our two outstanding big men and Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Um, hopefully, we get Jared Allen back by the play-in game. Um, he, after he broke his finger last month. So, wait and see on that. Um, yeah, you know, probably
0: came back yesterday, I think, right? Yeah. Two days ago, something like that.
1: Yeah, and uh first winning season without LeBron, so hey, yeah, that's a step in the right direction. Hey, <laughs> it's
0: big it's a big accomplishment for the Cavs,
1: right?
2: It really is. <laughs>
1: um I do expect we beat Milwaukee. You know, Milwaukee's not playing Giannis, Middleton. I think Grayson Drew's Allen. the only
0: person Drew Holiday's the only yes, one that might yeah, screwed up today.
1: Yeah, Drew Holiday and a bunch of bench players. So and um, you know, I, I expect uh, you know, for us to win, lock in that eight seed, come the play in and um, luckily we for the play-in, we get luckily for the play in we get two chances to make the playoffs.
0: Joe, what do you think? What do you think? What do you got? Cavs expectations yeah. for the play in game here. I think I think we're all probably expecting them to beat the Bucs who are not playing anybody today.
2: Yeah, they should absolutely beat the Bucks. And they'll be in the eight seed. They'll, they'll get that eight seed, which they're going to need that second opportunity to win because if everything goes the way it's looking right now and they got to play the Brooklyn Nets, it's going to be real tough. I mean, that's yeah. any type of game, though, because the Cavs are so big. But with their injuries that they've had, it's just going to be a lot. I just don't know if they can make it happen because they've been so injured late in the season. Because the, But they were playing so well. I love their big men. They can rebound and they can, yeah. and they can play defense. So... Any given night, they have a chance. I just think it's going to be real tough to beat KD and Kyrie in a one game. Like, they yeah. know it's a one uh, game I- elimination, too. They're going to be coming to play. Like, the, Kyrie's not going to shoot seven for 29 or something crazy yeah. like that. Like, they're going to to play. So that's the yeah, only thing that's hard to I don't, the next I
1: don't game, know how though. you guys feel about it, but I'm not a real big fan of the play in. Um, I'm a fan of you are what your record is and you can't get in, oh, well, play. Uh, see you next year. Um, I understand why they're doing the play-in so teams don't tank for the NBA draft. But um, you can't put extra games on teams that throughout the whole season have been in the playoff hunt and then tell them, oh, no, you have to play more games to secure your spot.
0: I, I'm personally fine with it. You know, at the end of the day, the number of teams that make the playoffs is arbitrary. No matter what, yeah. like you're you're gonna you're you're saying mm-hmm. okay, it, it's been eight. You could say it's six. You can say it's four. You can say it's five. It doesn't really matter. I think it adds good intrigue to the to the end of the season. You know, the last two years of, or the first two years of the playoffs been like interesting. It. It's been interesting just because of the teams that have just happened to end up in those spots right like we last year we had we had curry playing lebron in the play-in game and then yeah. curry playing jaw in the play-in game yeah. this year we're gonna have katie and kyrie in there and to, like to me like the Cavs are like a perfect team for a playing situation in most years like a nice a young team with a lot of budding young players that make you know like, say the Cavs Playoff had been insurance. in just like that that nine seed all year, they get a little taste of the playoffs. Like I, I like yeah. that. Like the Hornets got that curious. last year. You know, I, I like seeing that. The Hornets shit the bed last year, but uh, I, I think it's good for the game. I think. Um, I think the cat man, the Cavs are in such a tough spot with like the teams that are going to be in the play-in with them.
1: Yeah. Because me, the, pers- you know, me personally, um, I would like to hold on to the eight seed. Um, and even if, if we do lose to Brooklyn that first playoff uh, playing game, you know, we still have a chance. We got to either beat Atlanta or Charlotte, which I feel more comfortable in, uh, you yeah. know, in beating because they've been inconsistent. Yeah. Um, They've been inconsistent throughout the whole year as well. You know, the only Atlanta thing that's stuck about that real... though
0: is Trey Young in a, in a all or nothing game. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> one of the last off. guys that I'd want to see. Cause he's, yeah.
2: he's, he's kind of, I was going to yeah. say the same thing. He's
0: very successful in those situations, but I mean that it's gonna be good for the Cavaliers. In that case, like, I would like to play Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's that's the matchup. Um, but okay, so let's let's say we get into that seven eight, Brooklyn and and Cavaliers. I think we all kind of agree. That's probably how it's gonna fall. How who do you guys think wins that Charlotte in in Atlanta would be nine ten game? Joe, let's I'll let you kick it off, Joe. Uh, oh, man, who, this, who, who this would you tough. pick in that scenario? Because that's a tough one.
2: This is a real tough one then. And... I'm only going to take the Hawks because what they did last year. They they've been in this situation. They know how to play in the playoffs, so that pressure is not going to be much to them. The Hornets, they're still so young. They don't they. Uh, they're a good team though, and I can see them winning this game. It could be a toss up, but like you said, Trey Young in a one go win or go home situation. I think he's going to be lights out, and he knows that pressure is like from last year and doing it in the Garden. So I'm gonna, I'm going to take the Hawks on this one,
1: Mike. I want to take the Hawks, too, as well, because obviously, like you mentioned, Joe, the playoff experience, getting to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. And, uh, you know, Charlotte, good young team. Uh, LaMelo and Mikel Bridges, future rising stars in this league. Uh, I just think right now, I think they're a year or two away. Charlotte is from really making some noise with how much talent they have on their team.
0: Yeah, man, it's a tough one. Um,
2: it really is. I, I
0: there's it's something about team. me that that doesn't trust. I don't trust really either one of those teams. The the person I trust most in that game would be Trey Young. I think the next like two or three players I would trust though are all on the Hornets. That's kind of what's fair Tough for me. Like I would then yeah. tr- probably trust Lamelo, and then Terry Rozier's had had deep playoff runs in his past. I, don't say it. I, that's a tough one. Like that's a tough yeah. Gordon one. Gordon Hayward um, has
1: had playoff experience.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like they probably have more collective years and games on, on their team, but Trey Young is just Ice Trey comes out. I mean, what are you gonna do? You know? Um
1: No, but, okay, I do so agree I, with that. It's just you gotta find a secondary score with Trey Young. And um, yeah. you know, lately, you know, especially last year, looking at the Eastern Conference playoffs, you know. Bobon Bodanovich was supposed to be that second scorer, and he kind of, you know, choked last year in the Eastern Conference Finals. So Trey Young's gonna need like a secondary scorer to, you know, um, that's why they've been so inconsistent because it's all it's been all on Trey Young. And um you gotta they have got too
0: many they got too many players to do the same thing. Yeah. And they they haven't gotten into a rhythm. The chemistry isn't there because they, mm-hmm. you know, one night it's Gallinari, one night it's Herder, one night it's Bogdanovic, one night you know, it's like, one night it's DeAndre Hunter. They have so many guys that are very similar that I feel like they haven't really yeah. established roles on that team. You know, honestly, the I mean, Joe and I talked about this before with DeVion. The one person that it should have been, they traded to the fucking Knicks for nothing, Cam Reddish seemed to have the most potential mm-hmm. out of all of them and they just they kicked him out, but Starting to be a trend with Cam now because he didn't really get in where you fit in with New York. So
2: yeah, he doesn't put in the work, and he honestly oh, yeah. had
0: that issue a little bit at Duke when he was with Zion and RJ Barrett. So a little concerned there. But anyways, let's move on to the the top six. So let's run down the East real quick. Okay. Heat locked in the Heat locked in the one seed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, heat nation. Um bombs. Now two through four we kind of we mentioned earlier is influx, but Toronto will be the five, and then Chicago will be the six. Now here is the scenario for two through four: if the if the Bucks do win tonight, they are the two seed. Yeah. Nothing anybody can do about it. If the Bucs were to lose, and then the Celtics were to win, and the Celtics play Memphis, and I think Memphis is going to play because I think they want to get Ja another yeah, game play. The reps. Yeah, so if the Celtics were play. to l- if the Celtics were to win with the Bucks losing, then the Celtics would move to two. Bucks would be three. Philly would be four. Doesn't matter. Now this is where it gets really interesting. If the Bucks win, Celtics lose, and Philly wins, Philly would go to three. Boston would fall all the way to four, and then would play uh, Toronto in round one, which we know that Boston has. I think they said at least two key players who are unvaccinated. Who would not be yeah. able to play in Toronto.
2: Marcus Smart so that, wouldn't be able to play for
0: is Marcus. I don't I don't know who the two Marcus are. They've Smart been pretty hush-hush on it. It sounds like Tatum is Tatum, I think, has said he's vaccinated. I know some people have hinted at maybe Horford or maybe uh, Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown has
2: missed Jalen Brown injury not be vaccinated. Yeah.
0: Because he I know he's Muslim and I know um
2: he, uh, he, a he, lot of he says things religion. but he does the yeah, he does the Aaron Rodgers type thing. Yeah. He's real He's suggestive very, yeah, very, but doesn't say if yeah, he, he is
1: dodging. They're missing uh, Robert Williams first round there, you know, yeah. uh starting well, center back, so that's going to hurt them a little bit.
0: Who was a legit defensive player of the year candidate? Yes, uh, yeah. very quietly. Not a lot of people were talking about him, but he at least should have been in that conversation. So, first what I want to know from you guys first and Big Michael let you kick this off, how do you see 2 through 4 falling after today?
1: Um, well, like in general, the, the Eastern Conference this year in general has been really, really interesting because this is like the first year that all the teams, one through eight, have been like four games of each other for the top seed. So this is like really a real toss-up. Um, so after today, um, I probably would say – uh, Celtics two, Bucks three, and Sixers four.
0: All right, give it to me again. Who's two? You got Bucks two. You th- so you think Boston's to lose Celtics? He says, okay. so Celtics, I got Celtics two. Celtics two, Celtics I got Celtics two Bucks two. three. Okay, all right, I like it. I like it. Joe, what do you got?
2: I think the bucks are going to lose today. I think the Celtics are going to lose today. So I think the bucks are going to go too because I don't think the Celtics want anything to do with the Brooklyn Nets right now, especially with like you said with not their defense isn't going to be ex- what it has been the last month and a half with Woods being out. So and I don't just Williams. really don't think they want nobody Williams, sorry. Williams nobody wants to deal with the Brooklyn Nets. So everybody's going to try their best not to get into that 2C, but the Milwaukee Bucks don't care. They'll take it. They do defend a chance. I think they can handle it. They're not scared of they're the they're the only team in the East that's not scared of the uh of the Brooklyn Nets. So stop it. Stop it. The Heat stop are scared. It. Stop it. Trust me. Because there was, was a long time where it was he looking was like the
0: Nets were gonna fall into that that nine ten and they could only be the eight seed and what did he keep do? They just kept winning. When got that one seed, didn't give a fuck. All right, so you watch your
2: mouth. That's not, not your little. Season. Don't nobody care about the regular season. I bro. know, but I'm
0: saying if they were trying to dodge them, they would have just kept losing, so they would have fallen out of the one seed. But they didn't.
2: Because, because the Brooklyn Nets kept losing. No, but
0: there, I know, but there, that's what I'm saying. There was a time when the Nets looked like they were going to be locked into the nine, ten. Oh, I see what you're which saying. Which means they only could have been the eight seed, which would have mean meant yeah. the one seed would have got yeah. them.
2: Yeah. Okay. So the Heat weren't if worried it about all that to, the, If it came down to if they came down to today, they would be sitting everybody and they would take a L just so they want to get that one seed. Stop it! I promise Stop it. I promise. They could. They
0: could have done that. They could have done that the other night. They could have. They could have. Yeah. Could have rested our starters against the Hawks. Said, "Fuck no, knock the Hawks down there,
2: bro." I can't wait for you them to the lose in the playoffs, it, but it stop it. Stop it. really it. don't matter. I cause... can't wait
0: for the Lakers to lose in the playoffs. Oh, oh wait, my bad, my bad. Yeah. Y'all won't be there. My bad. No. 11 seed, fucking Lakers. They're in the yeah, they're
1: in Cancun right now. One, two, three, That's Cancun. Necessary. I don't even know what to say. All right,
2: is. but boat.
0: I think it's I think it's gonna fall out like this. I think the Bucks and Celtics are both gonna lose today. So I think Philly is going to jump to three. Bucks will stay at two. Boston goes down to four. I don't. I don't think Boston can can deal with the Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies are a really bad matchup for Boston. They got all those wing defenders. Tatum most likely not playing. Tatum's not going to so play. Just, so Jalen Brown's going to get their best defender. And look, Marcus Smart's had a, a great defensive year. He's done great. There's no answer for John Moran. Nope.
2: Not this year. Nope.
0: So. That that's that's how I see it. I think I think Boston goes all the way down to four. They get a date with Toronto, which I think will be an interesting, interesting matchup because Toronto has really, really started to play well um, late.
2: But they you know don't have enough scoring, though.
0: Let's throw a little razzle dazzle in here.
2: They don't have enough scoring, Carl. Oh hey, what's hey. up? Uh, flexing a little bit out there with the with the scenery. Okay, I see you and the straight flexing. Yeah. He came out here straight flexing on us. We all I got right Carl, backgrounds would... all dull and boring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I told Carl he would only join us for the West, but you know what? You can talk a little East. You, you watch you watch some basketball. How do you see two th- two through four playing out today, Carl?
3: So in terms of who ends up where? Yeah, uh, man, I just think it's so tough on this last day. To really, really predict who's going to who's going to like actually care to win and move up or maintain their spot and who's who's not like I'm looking at, um, you know, like the Jazz and the Mavericks on the other side. And I'm looking at like the Warriors game and, you know, the Warriors play the Pelicans and the Mavericks play the Spurs, I think. Mm -hmm. And both those teams, the Pelicans and Spurs have been playing hard every game to make sure they get as high as they can in the seating for the play-in, But now today they're already cemented. So like if the Warriors want to win. I think they have a free one. If the Mavs want to win, I think they have a free one. And I'm just not sure what those
0: East teams are going to decide to do. Well, the Bucks are sitting, everybody, the Bucks play the Cavs who okay. have a lot on the line. Yeah. Boston is playing Memphis. Ja mm-hmm. in his second game back, I think Memphis wants to play, get him mm-hmm. some more reps. They, the only thing that worries me about that one is that Memphis played last night, so I don't know how much they would push him Ooh, on a yeah, yeah. Yeah, the back
2: to back. Yeah, that's the awesome. only thing that's
0: kind of dicey there. But Tatum looks like he's not playing for Boston, Yeah. so there's that. And then Philly plays Detroit, which I just I don't know if Philly could even. Well, never mind, because Philly actually just lost to Detroit not that long ago, so they they could find
3: a way to lose in that game. Yeah, I'm uh, pull up the playoff picture right now just to remind myself because they're so tight right there that it like changes ever so slightly every day.
0: Yeah, so Milwaukee yes, we, can only yeah, fall like as far it. as three. Milwaukee, yeah. Milwaukee's locked into 2-3. Boston wins, Milwaukee loses, Boston is two. Okay. If Boston loses and Philly wins, then Philly would be three and Boston would fall to four.
3: Did you say Milwaukee's sitting everybody? Yeah. Okay, so I mean, if I'm... Yeah, that's understandable, because if I'm the Celtics, like I don't really care to move up to that two spot and potentially have the Nets. So, <laughs> okay. I, I mean maybe they'll prove me wrong. Maybe they'll play and they'll take that two spot and probably have the nets, but I, I just don't see them doing that. Like what, what's the point? What do they have to gain from it?
0: Well, they, uh, like home playoff series, if they were to advance to the two, three from the following
3: round, I guess. Yeah. But they're going to be at home first round either way. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's tricky. wish I had more insight. there. <laughs> I mean, all tough. right. So, just no
0: prediction from fucking Carl. All right.
3: I mean, well, sorry,
0: I've got a lot of opinions. This just isn't one of them.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, Big Mike. Before we move on to the West, I want to know your last and final thoughts on the Cavalier season from two thousand twenty-one, two thousand twenty-two. Overall um, takeaway. What's your outlook for twenty twenty-three? I don't. I think we all kind of would agree that this is probably not the year that the Cavs win a championship. No. Uh, but, um what's your outlook for the next next year
1: going into 2023 uh we're a young team so i believe we need a proven veteran in the um a proven veteran with playoff experience in our starting lineup that could uh help the young guys out and i it's been mentioned before you know with the all-star game being in cleveland this past year i'm not going to say i'm not I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm not gonna say he's coming back uh, for <laughs> a third time, but um if LeBron really thinks about one wanting another championship, I would definitely look into coming back home for a third time. And we do have some young assets we can give the Lakers in return um, for LeBron. Uh, we could sign in trade Colin Sexton, uh, we could package Lori Market. And then uh, give a, give them our number five pick from last year, Isaac Okoro, to the Lakers, um, which definitely from this past year age have really brought them down. So um, if LeBron really wants to win another title, uh, I would definitely open those doors up and look and see coming back home to Cleveland again.
0: It is kind of LeBron's model. Leave, let them stockpile a bunch of young assets, come back, and win. It yeah. is a good I'm, I'm model. Pretty
3: impre- I'm pretty impressed what Cleveland's been able to rebuild after they just completely fell apart recently. Yeah. So that, that is a, I mean, it's a good time to, to buy stock in the Cavs right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, the, I mean, if I think about if LeBron pretty much told the Lakers behind closed doors, like, yeah, send me back. Like, if the Cavaliers offered, like, Sexton – Maybe one of Mobley or Allen and maybe like like if you're the Lakers, why would you not do that? You know, like I would imagine Garland's untouchable. Yeah. Um I would imagine like it'd probably have to be Allen that would go. Like I would imagine Mobley's probably pretty untouchable with how good he's looked this year.
2: Mobley's untouchable. Uh, if you
0: then yeah. like had if you had like a Garland, LeBron and Mobley. Fill in, you know, do the usual. Do with LeBron. Fill him in with a bunch of shooters and three and D types.
2: Okay. Kevin Love still there.
0: Kevin Love is still there. John Hollinger wrote the most blasphemous case for six man of the year for Kevin Love, averaging like twelve points a game or some shit. That's but, crazy.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, all right, Mike. Before we get you out of here, I need your finals pick. Who's going to beat who in the finals?
1: Um, my finals pick for this year, I would say. Like I said, the East is going to be a dogfight. Um, it's either going to be Miami. Uh, it's either going to be Miami or Boston coming out of the East, because I do not trust Philly with James Harden and his injuries the past four or five years. I don't trust Harden with his injuries. Uh, Toronto, um, they're young. Uh, Toronto's young. Uh, Brooklyn, depending on matchups, everything's going to be on Durant and Kyrie. So you play a team like Miami or Boston who has uh, more scoring, more defense. um, And, you know, you could uh, – as long as you play uh, decent defense, you can beat Brooklyn. Um, So, like I said, I would say – I would say, looking at the East, I would say I would take Miami because of their um, championship pedigree. They were just not too long ago in the finals, two years ago. Two years ago. Um, with almost the exact same team. Uh, I really enjoy the, the pickup of Kyle Lowry. You know, it takes less pressure off Jimmy Butler on, 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 on ball situations. So they actually have a real true point guard with championship experience, too, as well. So I say – I'm going to say it's going to come down to Miami and Boston. And in the West, it's going to come down to Warriors and Suns. And my – and uh well, Stephen A. Smith's going to like this. Uh, the finals is probably going to be Miami and Phoenix, the two warmest. Okay. Going <laughs> chalk,
0: onesies. I like it. I like it. All right. Mike, appreciate you hopping on with us for a little bit. We'll have to do this again, maybe in the offseason. Yes, that was good. Talk about some Cavaliers off-season moves. But Carl, you ready to move on to the West?
1: Yeah, man. All right, but all Mike. Right, thanks for having me on.
0: Yep, until next time. All right. All right. All right. Time to smooth, move to the West.
2: smooth transition. That was nice.
0: Smooth transition. You know, trying to get better at this <laughs> half-hosting thing here. Um, all right, Carl. Playing is set in the West. So yep. we got we got Minnesota hosting the Clippers for the 7-8 game. Then we got the Pelicans hosting the Lakers. I mean, the Spurs. I keep making that mistake. I don't know how this is happening. So let's, let's talk about the first one. Let's talk about the first one. Minnesota hosting the Clippers. Carl, let you start this one off. Who do you got?
3: So I'm going to go Minnesota. I think they're the better team by just a little bit. These playing games, though, it's such a it's such a coin toss. It's one game. Uh, I mean, it's going to – once we have a few samples out of the way, a few years of this, like, I think we're going to realize, like, oh, man, like, even when we think we know who's better, like, it's the, – the worst team is going to win almost half the time. Um, I think the Warriors were clearly better than Memphis last year, but it's one game. Anything can happen. They beat us. I wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers win. I'm going to pick Minnesota because I just think they're a little better.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of it's going to come down to who has the best player in these. You know, like last year, you would have thought, okay, it's crazy no. to think that John Morant is better than Curry. But, like, after seeing this year, like, John Morant belongs in that conversation, I think. Sure. With, and now, Joe doesn't want to agree with this. But I Devian and I at least believe John Morant has put himself into that conversation with, like, the – the curries, the lebrons, the Giannis's, the Katie. I, I to me he's there.
3: He's very close uh, for sure.
0: And so like when you have a guy like that, like it can really go either way, which is why I think I think you might have missed it when we were talking about the east, but like the hawks can be like a scary team for the play in because Trey Young could just go crazy on all Absolutely. of those teams. Like he's probably going to he's probably the best player that's not on Brooklyn. So yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. So you got Minnesota but barely cuz the best player is probably Paul George in, in this scenario here. I would agree mm-hmm. with that, yeah. yep. All right, Joe, who you got?
2: Man, I can't believe I'm finna to do this. I'm taking the Clippers. Oh, no. I'm taking the Clippers. Oh, no. I'm taking the Clippers. And it's mainly because of Paul is back and he looked mighty good when he came back. They played well. Ty lou has been coaching his ass off. I think that's a, just a gritty defensive team. And I can. They're going to go out there and fight hard. They're going to end up winning that game. I think they're It's going to be a close game, but at the end of the day, Timberwolves, they've been playing well, but they soft. At the end of the day, they soft, and I think they're going to get hit in the mouth by this Clipper team. That's going to come out here, and they're going to hit them hard. They're going to be playing some hood-style basketball. Paul George is going to be doing some ISO, getting it done, getting buckets, and that's how they're going to win. I'm taking the Clippers.
0: See, that's actually exactly why I'm picking Minnesota, because I think it's going to be too ISO-driven. and It's going to be a lot of ISO. PG, I've just, I don't know. I've seen the story a few too many times recently with Paul George. Like this is just something happened post big injury. And he just seems to have lost that, that kind of clutch moment. Like, yeah, it's just, I don't know what's going on. And like, they don't have a lot of other guys. Like the the beauty of the Clippers when both him and Kawhi were at was like, it actually made Ty Lue coach. Mm -hmm. Like Ty Lue was coaching and like he had getting a lot of different people involved. I'm worried that they're going to fall back into these, you know, when it gets to these tense moments, they're going to fall back into that trap of, okay, let's just isolate our best players. And I don't care how good you, I don't care if you're LeBron, if you're Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, offenses are worse when you go that heavy ISO bullshit. Like I've just, I've seen it too many times. That's why all James Harden's teams always fucking collapse in the playoffs. You know, and that's why the Warriors had all that success is because they never gave into that. Like they never did. Um, And I think that's partly why, Curry gets some extra blames because he doesn't have like those as many of those like signature moments in the playoffs, but that's because they don't they're not gonna force it and that's why they keep winning. So I'm I mean, going he to have a lot those-
2: of signature plays in the playoffs. They're just not good ones. They're like dribbling well, behind like- <laughs> his back and stepping out of bounds, getting d yeah, by Kevin back, Love. You behind know? the
0: back pass out of bounds was that was <laughs> that was bad. But Nonetheless, I think – so I think Minnesota is going to win that game because I think they'll kind of stick to what they do. And I am very interested to see um, – shoot, I'm blanking on his name. okay uh, Anthony no, Edwards. An- Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards in this kind of situation. He's kind of struggled to close out the year. He's been dealing with some injuries.
2: just draw 40. Uh, but,
0: no, no, I'm saying for the most part. He, I know he's had a good game in there, but, like, he's
2: been <laughs> – right. That's fair. Less, he, is a really interesting,
3: he is a really interesting player that I think is going to be one of those guys who uh, is just fun to tune into and, like Will said, see yeah. what he does. It's kind of like how um, I think probably most of us felt about Ja last year. Like, okay, yeah, let's see exactly. what he looks like in this moment. And now I kind of feel the same way about Anthony Edwards this year, where I don't know if he's going to get to Ja's level, but I'm excited to see what, what it looks like.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see if he can. Uh, let's talk about the other game the pelicans hosting the spurs the pelicans have been playing up much better since they traded for cj mccollum um joe i'll let you kick this one off
2: This, one's man, this is tough. yeah this one's tough it's definitely a coin flip oh man durante murray hasn't been consistent enough for me in the second half of the season I'm going to take the Pelicans because I think C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram, those guys are going to be good enough to get it done. I think uh, C.J. McCollum's been there, done that. He's going to have that experience to make sure all the young guys on the Pelicans can handle this game. Man, they've been playing well, too. I'm taking the Pelicans, and I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with, with Zion's stepdad says. Zion may play a couple minutes. They may throw him out there for 10 minutes.
0: That'd be interesting.
2: So I'm going to take Carl. the Pelicans.
0: Carla, as you, you
3: changed I'm, your beautiful location. Yeah, had some, some people outside talking, so I re-isolated myself. Ah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with what you said, that it's basically a coin flip. Um, I, I lean Spurs, though. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised with either result, but I just feel like the, I feel like the Spurs are the better team and more likely to win. But again, coin flip, one game, anything can happen. Just like we saw last year, we're going to see every year. I just think the Spurs are better flat out. Okay.
0: i uh, not mad at either one of those answers. I'm leaning with Joe on this one. I think Pelicans, I think they have the two best players in this game. Even if Zion doesn't suit up, if Zion does randomly suit up, they'd have the three best players in my opinion between CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram. So yeah, they've clicked a little bit once they got CJ. Like CJ is integrated well with that team and, I just like at the end of the day, who do you trust on the Spurs to show up and score? Like, that's just what's that's what's tough for me. Like, I just I don't I don't trust any of them. I mean, maybe it's because I just haven't watched them closely enough this year. I'm not gonna sit up here and pretend like I watched fifty Spurs games. I hope not. I probably watched like (laughs) four or five. (laughs) I'd really like DeJounte Murray a lot, but like he he's an inconsistent scorer. He'll rebound, he'll pass, he'll do, he'll do good things in this game. We'll defend, but I'm going to go with the guys that I, that I trust a little more. And that's CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram.
3: Okay. Now, you, you bring up a really good point too. Uh, one thing that's easy to forget because this is like basically the playoffs now, but both these teams just aren't good. <laughs> so that's part of what makes it tough too, is we're mm-hmm. like, we're splitting hairs about who's better. They're
0: both bad basketball teams that don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Yeah, this is a year where it's kind of like last year in the East where it was like that 9-10, you're kind of like, I really don't want to watch these teams play again. Um, Whereas like the East this year is like the West. It's like, okay, these are a bunch of teams I'm kind of excited about watching. Now the West has like the 9-10 and I'm just like, unless Zion suits up, I really don't care to see either one of these teams.
3: Agreed. And he's definitely not, right? I mean, he's done done, right?
0: That's what the Pelicans said. But then like a week later, Zion's stepdad came out and said like, no – Zion wants to play, and it's just like, if you're the Pelicans, yeah. you got to play this balance of like, yeah, we care about his future, but we also care that his future is play like off the, the Pelicans. Parents. So, like,
2: right, yeah, you yeah. don't really want to
0: piss him off either.
3: So, <laughs> I'm like, just going to flat out ignore what the parents say on social media <laughs> indefinitely.
2: You saw the oh, yeah, ESPN. I mean, that was the crazy part. Like, why did the ESPN yeah. asking him that question? Why are you it's, even going the, to a stepdad? Like, it's, it's, it's
3: the ball it's thing all over again. They're trying to go back to that ball well. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> That's
0: fun. Anyways, okay. So how do you, so do you the guys winner. see any circumstance where the whoever loses the Clippers in the Timberwolves game loses to the winner of that nine ten? Yeah, no. absolutely. Absolutely. They're so bad. Really? So you think you think the loser of that game could then go lose to one of these two teams?
3: Because it's one game, the nine ten, the Pelicans and Spurs are way worse. Don't get me wrong, they are worse basketball teams. It's not close. But it's, but it's one freaking one. game. Absolutely the
0: better That's team fair. to lose. All
2: right. Joe? That's fair. Hey. I don't see it, but Carl makes a great point. It's, it's very possible because these teams do suck. But I mean, I, yeah, it's possible, but
0: I think the only scenario Oof. I see is I think the Oof. Pelicans could beat the Clippers. I could I could totally see the Pelicans beat the Clippers. Not beating be Clippers. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I'll tell you. Bro, the- I don't know why you think the Clippers are all
3: right,
0: whatever. Let's move on to the real teams and the West.
3: Real quick before we move on, I know I'm mostly on an island here, but that's also why I don't like to play in as much as a lot of people do. I get it's an exciting moment for a second, but then you risk, and this is going to happen semi regularly, you risk an absolute dog shit team getting in and kind of ruining what otherwise could be an exciting first round series. Like if the Suns are playing, the the Wolves or the Clippers. I'm interested in that. If they're playing the Spurs or Pelicans, I'm probably gonna miss that series. <laughs> yeah.
2: That, yeah, that's a sleep series. Yeah, that's gonna be on NBA TV. You're right. 100
0: I'm still I still like to play in. I, <laughs> I do. agree that I would prefer not to watch the one versus eight if it's gonna be the Pelicans or the Spurs, so, but I just don't think I'm ever super interested in the. In the one eight games anyways so i'll take the i'll take the two really exciting games three really exciting games over you know whoever would have been the eight seed this year versus the one seed i, I just
3: i don't care
1: i can't um, wait till
3: we start gathering some actual data on like estimates about how much money the nba might actually be losing because they're clearly raking in a little extra money in this play and that's why they're so into it but for example like i would love to see the estimate about. How much more viewership they would have gotten for a Jazz Warriors first round series last year than they got for Jazz Memphis, which let's be honest, people weren't really tuning into. Okay.
2: Yeah, but that's i
0: I would imagine
2: fluctuates though. Probably, I
0: would imagine the viewership number spikes that they get from the playing games. What's up, Hannah, uh, I think the, the I think the spikes that they get from the playing games is going to greatly outweigh because you got to think that's six extra games that they're getting that are all do or die that like that just kind of situation. That's why football is so King because all of their playoff games are do or die. Like they all are, they all are intense. So like you're getting that now a little bit in the NBA without having to go to a game seven versus like still most times, like one versus eight is going to be like four Oh four one most likely. And just, they're going to be low viewership games either way. Like last year was a pretty unique game circumstance which we have to stop saying that though we keep seeing teams that have curry durant all these teams in the play-in but nonetheless <clears throat> those those guys are also gonna make those one and done games even bigger so Perfect. there's that as well but let, okay let's go to the seating in the west carl you talked about a little bit earlier but we got phoenix locked into one memphis locked into two the the only seeds that are up for debate are three four between the warriors and dallas i think and now the warriors have a game on dallas but the warriors have lost the season tiebreaker to dallas so if you know the warriors were to lose and dallas were to win they would get the three um then the other one is utah and uh denver for five six and i believe that's Mm. a situation where if denver wins and utah loses then denver jumps them so Carl, I'm going to start with you. I want you to take your Warriors fan goggles off for this one. How do you see those two situations playing out?
3: So I think um, I think Golden State and Dallas both really do want that three spot. And yep. I don't think they're going to get any resistance today because, like we said a minute ago, their opponents don't really have a reason to um, – to win today, when they're getting ready to have to do the play-in, like they're about to jump straight into the play-in, I think they can afford to rest today and give it their all in the play-in. So I think most likely, the Warriors and Mavs both win today. The Warriors stay one game ahead and solidify the three seed most likely. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the Jazz and Nuggets, who could switch hypothetically at five six, are in a similar situation where they're playing like lottery teams.
0: Uh, the yeah. Jazz play Portland. And the Nuggets play the Lakers.
3: Yeah.
2: Come on, so. man.
3: So I think I think three, four, five, six. As fun as it could have been, been, I think they're all just going to stay
0: where they are right now. Yeah. No, I would agree. Joe, you got any the problems jazz, with that?
2: Jazz are losing today. The Jazz are going to lose. Gonna lose the <laughs> <How>? They're going <laughs> to lose today. Because the, the Jazz are terrible. Jazz are going to lose was today.
3: Asking how? Actually, yeah, they do. They are.
2: Impressive. They just—they're just, just going to yeah. lose. I, I heard this stat. Was it? Earlier this week or last week, where Donovan Mitchell passes Rudy Gobert the ball 2.1 times a game? Like, how is that possible? That's your two best players. You got that pick and roll, and Donovan that's Mitchell hilarious. only passes him the ball twice.
3: That's why. Like, that's
2: absurd. That's terrible. I think it was uh, Joe Ingles who got traded halfway through the season, has more assists to Rudy Gobert than Donovan Mitchell does this year. That's so I think stat. I just think I it. that that whole thing's about to blow up. Quinn is probably going to get fired after they lose in the first round of the playoffs. I just think that team is about to explode. So, And I think it starts by losing to the Trailblazers.
3: Will, will you asked me to take off my uh, Golden State goggles. And one thing that I have to admit is um, if, if, our, if our key guys, so mainly Curry right now, um, aren't fully ready to go by game one, round one, um, the Nuggets matchup scares me a little bit. Uh, Jazz I'm not really worried about. All right. Either well, way. hold on.
0: Hold on. You're, uh, you're like segue. reading my mind here. Perfect segue. Perfect segue. Who should the Warriors want in round one, Carl? Utah,
3: Utah <laughs> Jazz. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely want the Jazz. I mean, we just beat them without Curry. Obviously, it's one game. I'm not going to put too much stock in that. But yeah, That was like a
0: 20-point collapse by the Jazz in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that was hilarious. They keep, which they keep doing. Um,
3: so, yeah, the Jazz are a team that should be good, and they just aren't. Um, the Nuggets, man, if we're not fully right, Jokic really scares me. Um, I would still predict the warriors to win either series, but if we're not right yet, if we need that first round is to get healthy still, which is pretty plausible, um, the Jokic and the Nuggets could capitalize on that. Whereas I I don't think the jazz can.
2: Big time. I mean, you guys can, you guys can neutralize Rudy Gobert. That's easy to neutralize Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I got. Warriors have nobody who can stop Jokic. Like absolutely nobody. Draymond Green, when healthy, can't even do it. You have no big man, so he would he would just eat up. Oh, he would he would oh he would die. I think that you guys would could lose that series in, in six or seven. If We're not right.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, and honestly, you're healthy, I think you yeah. I think you're being a little generous when you say neutralize Rudy Gobert. We freaking exploit that big lumbering yeah. idiot that <laughs> keeps Fair. winning defensive player of the year, and then we just make him look so stupid every time we play them.
0: I'm always facts. for the anti-Rudy Gobert defensive player of
2: the year Hall
0: I'm all for it. Oh, Joe.
2: It's facts.
0: It's, it's ben Sunday Wallace afternoon. is I in the Hall to, of Fame. Rudy
2: Gobert to. is gonna end up with three Defensive Players of the Year. He going to the he's, Hall of Fame. He's, he's not
0: wrong, Will. We don't have to like she, it. No, like I, know, it. I know, I know, I <laughs> know. That's what makes me mad. That's, That's just so stupid. Yeah,
2: That's what makes it hurt. Uh, it's
0: true. Um, yeah, I so I would agree. I think the Warriors want the Jazz. I think. I mean, do we? So do we have any official word though on Curry? Like, is Curry for sure back for the first series or? I haven't I, seen that. I haven't seen that very definitively anywhere. I know that was always the target,
3: but so I, I check in very regularly, and we we get very vague smatterings of updates. Like it's going well. He's he's you know he's doing individual drills now, which is the latest update. They're few and far between. What they said a while ago is that basically after today, so presumably tomorrow, they're gonna actually apparently give us like. What's up with the first round of the playoffs? Like, here's here's where he is. Here's his chances. How he's looking for the first round. Um, whether that actually happens, we'll see. But it sounds like we're not gonna have a great idea until tomorrow, probably.
2: Yeah, they re- they came out with a release statement said that update you on me tomorrow. Basically,
0: I feel like he's probably gonna go. Like, I feel like he might not be hundred percent, but I feel like he's gonna go. Like, I don't think it was at the end of the day, it just ended up being like a a foot sprain is that what it was not an ankle yeah. but a foot sprain correct um
3: ligaments in the foot
0: yeah i feel like i feel like he'll be able to push through that he might not <laughs> be unless perfect unless they're scared
2: but... it's gonna put stress on his ankle that's if and they're that's worried the about his ankle at any part you like yeah no you're not playing
3: yeah and that's the thing like you said will i think he's definitely gonna play we just don't know how right he's gonna be yet and against the the jazz i don't really care as long as he doesn't aggravate it um Against the Nuggets, it makes me a little nervous if he's not right. We'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing there is just like the Nuggets.
2: Who's gonna guard?
0: Like, like the like the Warriors will be able to exploit the Nuggets the same way they exploit Uh the the Jazz. The only difference is, I think that's a trade off that Denver is more like capable of
2: withstanding.
0: Fine with, yeah. Like you know, like every team can do that to Jokic, and that's not gonna that doesn't really change how they play. Whereas the jazz, if you make them, this is why like, this is why team, like I, I get the reasoning, like Hassan Whiteside is a great backup to Rudy Gobert because he can do literally all the same things that Gobert does. But then the issue is versatility. They have no versatility. Cause you can kind of do the same thing to, to Hassan. Like Hassan, I think is a little better on the perimeter, mostly cause he's like almost too lazy to a fault sometimes where he like will just stay out there and, and he might give up a free layup, but at least he doesn't give up the the three after three after three that can happen with Gobert. Um, yeah. I, I, if Curry's not right though, and Curry can't fully penalize the Nuggets for, for, you know, the, the matchup that they would get in the pick and roll with, you know, putting Jokic into the situation where he has to at least help or fully defend Curry. Like that's, that's tough.
3: Mm-hmm because so. with because with the jazz they're just so vulnerable to the three point shot that even with honestly even if they had to even if curry still had to sit the first couple of games guys like clay thompson and even Poole can exploit that no problem whereas like with the nuggets we we need our guys
0: yeah yeah i mean it sounds like um, mm-hmm. out of the nuggets camp they're not expecting mpj or murray at all to, in the playoffs so yeah that would at least be a positive for the warriors for sure it sucks Sucks for the Nuggets, obviously, and sucks for those, two because I know they've been, you know, fighting very hard to try and get back for the playoffs. But, yeah, um, ooh, man, that could get interesting for your Warriors in round one, depending on how that how that goes. But OK, so let's go. Now, this is all playoffs, not just the West. But I want to know a team or not a team, but a player that you guys are most excited to watch in, in these playoffs. Carl, no picking Curry. Joe, um, your boy's not in it this year. I'll let you start. Oh,
2: yeah, I, excited to watch? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say an obvious name, but since I'm going to pick them to, to be a possible upset team, I'm taking Paul George. I'm excited to see what Paul George is going to do. I think he's mm-hmm. going to have a bounce back. He's the—he's literally the only star on the team. And it's been like that all year long. He's coming back from injury. He looked good. I think he's going to be able to clamp down on defense. I think he's going to start making those mid-range shots again. I think he has his confidence back, and I think it's going to shine. I think they're going to take the Grizzlies seven games. I'm not going to say they're going to win, but I think they're going to take the Grizzlies seven games, and I think the Grizzlies should be on upset alert because I think Paul George is putting the ball out. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what he's going to do. I'm really hanging my hat on uh, the Clippers here, so hopefully he does right. I mean, because we've
0: talked about it before, like Paul George is much better when he's the lead guy.
2: Mm-hmm. Like he's kind
0: of in that second player role with Kawhi or you know, whoever. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's him this year. All right. Carl, who are you most excited about?
3: So that was a good answer. Um, this might be a little bit of a cop out answer. I can think of another one if I have to. But as a Warriors fan, I can't help but be super interested in seeing how our role players do. So guys like Poole and Kaminga.
2: I'm not gonna say Jordan Pool. Mm-hmm. I'm really
3: excited to see, really, really interested to see how they do. Um, you know, I try not to get too high on on these guys because, for example, Kaminga, I really thought not that long ago that by now he was going to be a little bit more involved and ready yeah. to be it
2: like no minutes.
3: No, he doesn't get very many still. And I thought, I thought by the time the playoffs started, he was going to be a guy that's like, you know, our our sixth seventh maybe eighth man but getting a lot of minutes in that position you know i thought he was going to be one of our like seven or eight guys that are getting a lot of play and he isn't yet so makes me a little bit nervous because i was so high on him he looked really good Poole obviously has been playing great playing a ton of minutes lately mm-hmm. um in part because curry isn't there they have to give him minutes so you know this is hoping that curry's back and playing starter minutes Yep. and then seeing what we do with guys like pool and I'm still going to put Kaminga in there cuz I like him a lot see what they do see what kind of role they get and what they do with it
0: yeah Kaminga's interesting I think his issue with getting playing time is he's not big enough to be like a true five and then no.
2: like, he's not a great shooter like, either
0: and Draymond is just too vital to like making the warriors gel and work so it's just like, it's hard to find him minutes because it's hard. It's going to be hard to play Kaminga, I think, with Draymond. Like, it's that's, similar that's, that's not a similar type player. Yeah, it's not a great match there. So I think, I, I agree. I think he's an exciting young player. I think he's ascending and he might kind of be the Draymond replacement in waiting that Draymond maybe doesn't even know about yet. But
2: when your team's um, up 10 15, you put him out there and you start running the floor, play that small ball. That's when
0: he's really effective. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I mean, I mentioned Anthony Edwards earlier. He's definitely high on my list, but I think the person I'm most excited to watch, this is a slight Homer answer uh, is Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum seemed to kind of flip a switch around January. And I'm interested to see if he kind of takes like a, a Devin Booker ish type run from last year. Like Booker had his ups and downs last year. I'm not trying to, crown Booker or anything but like i think we saw
2: better defense tatum has played
0: better defense this year which is surprising he's trying and and i mean he's got all the like capabilities of being a very good defender you know he's got long arms he's athletic he he should be able to be a very at least good if not great defender so i'm interested to see how he kind of ascends in these playoffs is he going to revert to some bad habits that he's had or is he going to keep are they going to keep going forward they've kind of seemed to identify their roles it's Tatum, and then everybody else, and I'm interested to see. I hate to say it, because fuck the Celtics, but like, <laughs> I am interested to see see Tatum, kind of see what he does this playoff run. and The Celtics make me a little nervous as a Heat fan. I'm not going to lie. They make me a little nervous. I think that's um, a really
3: good answer. I kind of wish I would have stolen that one from you, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I agree with what you're saying there. Um, you were talking earlier about Seeing Ja in that same level as like Curry and LeBron as those guys, I, I put mm-hmm. him in the the second tier. He's like really close, and I I put Tatum right there with Ja, like in that second tier of Agreed. guys who like might yeah. might be there soon, might be might get there immediately. I mean, these playoffs might be the time that they ascend into that tier. Kind of like last year's playoffs is when we went from recognizing that Giannis was, or at least the three of us, I think, went from recognizing that Giannis was among that group to being like, oh, shit, this is the best player in the world now, actually.
0: Oh, Giannis for me right. for a couple seasons had been in the tier with those guys. But no, I, right. I see what you're saying. No. But that's player. when he became uh, the guy, the number one for for us, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, Giannis, um, he got all the validation. I think that's what the playoffs does. 1A. Playoffs kind of validates. Maybe Okay, I think Ja and... In, in, uh, I'm not quite there with Tatum yet, but, like, okay. if you want to say Tatum, like, I like,
2: you gotta okay,
0: I think that the they might be in this. Part. And then if they do it in the playoffs, you're like, yep, validated. Like, I'm, removes any doubt
3: yeah, for me. that's what
2: happened with Trae uh, Young last year. Well, and that's partly why, well, I why I, I, I'm, even put them all the way up I'm there. not
3: quite as high on Ja yet as you are. Um, I mean, I think he's right there. He's right behind those guys. It's really close, but he hasn't done anything in the playoffs yet.
0: I agree. Yeah, no, he'll definitely get his chance to see. Um, all right, that was all very nice and happy. <laughs> let's 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 get, bring a little doom and gloom to somebody. Put somebody on upset alert. Non Nets opponent. All right,
2: <laughs> yeah, because that's all. Because the, uh,
0: that's that's the easy cop. Right. like, oh, whoever <laughs> yeah. gets the fucking Nets in round one. Like, right. yes, I know. We all get it. We all know that Nets are a scary team for anybody who's playing the first round. Um, Joe, I know you kind of had a team in mind. Yep. It sounds like
2: you're going, I'm okay. sticking with it, yes. Grizzlies on upset alert. They better be careful. I really think the Clippers match up well against them. They have pretty much the same kind of role players that the Grizzlies have. They just don't have Ja Morant. But they got Paul George, and Paul George is getting healthy, and he's back to play. He's, got, he's not going to be able to be what Ja Morant is, but I could clearly easily see him putting up more in John ja Morant. It's not like Ja Morant's out there scoring 30 every night. I mean, you just gotta you gotta keep him from doing highlight plays, and you can probably control the Grizzlies a little bit in a series. Like it's it's one thing when you play Grizzlies one night and they're running back and forth up and down the court because they're young, but when the game slows down and it's a seven-game series, those veteran guys are the Clippers who've been there, done that for the last couple years in the playoffs. They may know how to handle these young boys and slow the game down and be savvy. And I'm not saying the Grizzlies gonna lose. But mm-hmm. it's definitely I'm I'm saying it's going seven. It. Like it's gonna be booty cheek's gonna right. get tight. It's gonna be <laughs> close. It's gonna be real close. I'm gonna tell you I'm, watch out. I'm telling you.
0: All right, Carl. Put somebody on
3: upset alert. So I assume we are just talking about the first round here. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So yeah, uh that would have been my that that would have been my pick as well. That's who I would have said I think all great first points. Of all, first of all, you got Minnesota playing the Grizzlies. Based on your previous answer,
2: true. Yeah, yeah,
3: but again, it's a coin flip. I think it's about fifty-fifty right. for the first round. That's just who I pick
0: because. So you're saying, they're... no matter the opponent of those two, you're you're putting Grizzlies on. They're on alert.
3: Yeah, and 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 like he said already, I, I think I'm not saying they're gonna lose, but it's one that I could definitely see happening for sure. Um, shit, man. I guess I guess the next one I'd have to probably go with is the Warriors. Um, <laughs> The Warriors are a team that I can see. I'm very optimistic. I'm choosing to be very optimistic. I think they could make a very deep run. I think they could. I think they could go all the way to the finals. I think they could win the whole fucking thing this year, if they're right. But at the same time, man, they could get bounced in the first round by Jokic. It can. It could happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The reigning MVP could do that to you. All right. I disagree with both your answers. I think both of those teams win in five, no matter who they're playing. And that is.
3: Uh, once again we already covered it earlier but just to be stamp it in again that's only if they're playing the nuggets i'm not fucking scared of the jazz
0: right <laughs> understood <laughs> no one is <laughs> the jazz don't well the jazz fans might think people should be scared of them but no one in reality everyone's kind of praying that they get the jazz i would imagine yes um okay so i'm, I'm gonna do a slight caveat because i don't know how the east is going to the lineup, and I know I said that I think <clears throat> Boston is going to be the one that falls to the four, just because of the matchups. But mm. the upset that I see most would be Toronto matching up with Philly. I think I think Philly could 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 go in round one. They could. And I, I, I know Toronto that's technically that like a four-five. Like I know that's not like the craziest upset in the world, but like I think in terms of, like how narratives are and how everyone kind of views those teams, I think. Most people would say they view Philly in a separate class than Toronto. Absolutely, yes. And so, like, I'm. There's a huge tier
3: separation right there.
0: Yeah, so I, I think Toronto. I'm not even gonna say I, 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 oh, it could go seven. Like, I'm, I'm flat out saying I think Toronto would win. (laughs) I, I think the way they defend, I think they would make James Harden's life hell, and I think you know they, they. Proven for a long time they can handle dynamic bigs. You know, like they were kind of the first team to put the blueprint out for Giannis. Like, okay, we're gonna really bottle them up and make everyone else beat us. I just think in a seven-game series, do you trust those other sixer role players to to make a bunch of shots? No. I don't. Like I don't Travis trust MIT's like, high ball, like like all those like I don't I trust I think all good players. I don't trust Tobias Harris in the way that he's being used as like just yeah, some.
2: Exactly.
0: They're turning that Tobias Harris into mid-range. what into what the Cavaliers turned Kevin Love into. And mm-hmm. yeah. Kevin Love, I think, was had like the mentality and like ability to, to do that. I don't think Tobias Harris's game fits that very well. No, like Tobias Harris to me is best case is when he's a ball handler Dribble in shoot, pick and yeah. roll type situations. I don't think he's just a floor mid-range, spacer. Like he's yeah. an improved three-point shooter over his career. But everyone kind of forgets when he first got into the league, like he was low 30s. Mm-hmm. Like that's like that's not who you really want to turn into, like a, just a, a floor space. So whereas Kevin Love, the moment you walked into the NBA, he could shoot three. You know, like that's yeah. just that's just different, different types of circumstances there. So that's who I would put on upset alert. If Boston does slide to the four, I think Boston handles Toronto fine. And I think Philly handles the Bulls fine. If that is the circumstance, then I think I would. Oh man, like, I hate to say this because I just said that no one's scared of them, but I would then put the Mavs on on upset alert. I'd go the other five four. Like I
2: just, that's I, I really don't. understand. Like that's not
0: much of an upset. So like my yeah. big upset prediction would be Toronto over over Philly if that does happen mm-hmm. to shake out. Yeah, no, I think
3: that's fair because I almost almost went with that one as well when I I was just looking at the playoff picture, deciding who I would say. I almost went with that one. I ended up not saying that because, like you said, 5-4, not much of an upset, but you made a good point. Like, in this case, there's a big tier separation in who we see as the real contenders in the East. Like, from four to five, it's not like last year when it was Hawks-Knicks and we saw them pretty similarly going into the playoffs. This year, the Sixers are one of the big dogs. The Raptors aren't. That's a very fair upset pick.
0: All right. Let's close it out, fellas. Let's choose a little love, choose a little violence. Carl, save you some time to to choose love or violence. Joe? Joe, who do you got?
2: Nah, man, love and mood, I guess. I'm going to choose love. I, don't, I guess because the Lakers aren't in it, I just jumped to the other LA team because I'm showing love to Ty Lu. I think he deserves some love oh as a head coach. Gosh. I think a lot of people gave, gave him disrespect and said that he wasn't really a good head coach. He just has superstars. He kind of lets his superstars do his thing, and he says back. But this year, he's proven that he's a good coach uh, without any superstar to be able to put the Clippers in this situation, to be in the play-in, possibly get the eighth seed. I think that's pretty impressive. And it's just another way to show that the Lakers suck because they could have had Ty Lue, but instead they went with Frank Vogel because they didn't want to give Ty Lue more years, which was pretty ridiculous. And now you look at Frank Vogel with the talent he had and. He wasn't able to get the Lakers at least into the 9 seed. It was just straight pathetic. So I think Tyloo deserves some respect and I can also smooth the Lakers at the same time. So, I'm showing love to Ty Lue. I don't
0: I don't think it's Frank Vogel's fault that they put together them one of the worst <laughs> no, constructive rosters.
2: Okay. At, but he still has some good still has some good players on that roster. He should have He's a defensive coach. They should have been better defensively.
0: Period. Okay. Well, when you run out a bunch of 38-year-olds, that's kind of hard. But all right.
2: Hey. Carl is play some zone i thought you something. got
3: one
0: or do you need some more time i got one
3: i choose violence right. as usual all right violence um, so as as excited i am ex- excited as i am for the start of the nba playoffs i'm going to pivot to the nfl real quick where okay. we've got some more coaches joining Flores in his lawsuit and i am fucking just hoping to see heads on pikes yes i
2: We all know
3: know what's happening. We all know (laughs) what the deal is. The NFL always manages to weasel out of their own BS. But, man, we've got some other people joining Flores showing these are sham interviews. We all know it. You guys instituted this rule, which is good in theory. But all of your teams are skating by, ignoring it, pretending they're adhering to it. And they clearly aren't. We've got more coaches joining the fold. I think we're going to see even more join in after this. And I want heads to roll.
0: Yeah, Stephen Ross, uh, your days are looking numbered as the owner <laughs> of the Miami Dolphins, because apparently Flores' memo, or uh, I think he, yeah, he put in basically into a memo when <laughs> Ross asked him to ask to pay him to lose games. Oh, yes. And so apparently he put that in a memo and then flores just to make sure that he got around he sent it to chris greer and he sent it to all these other people so flores flores smart guy was a young guy as a head coach but he was smart he said okay yeah we're gonna i'm gonna make sure i document all this shit for when this potentially goes wrong in the future
3: when i don't get my second chance (laughs) absolutely i mean the the moment your freaking owner asks offers to pay you to lose games you you see where this can go and he was like i know what yeah. can happen from and here. I'm then, freaking documenting this at the
2: worst time too. you have a team in la i mean in vegas like you're you're putting all these deals together with fan and gambling companies <laughs> you're them all your analytics so they can do this and and then you find out your owner may be paying people to lose like yeah. that's not a good look at all that's yeah, terrible
0: you know it's been an exciting mostly exciting off season yeah, the, of the game, lately but It'd be even more exciting Whatever. if they got the. Last if they time got I seen a team no. sign
2: all these free agents, it was the Philadelphia Eagles. And they First
0: of all, ahead. no, it's not. The last time you saw it was the Rams, and they just won the Super Bowl.
2: No, like, they didn't sign a lot of free agents. They traded. They, they traded their picks. They traded. They say, their Okay. Picks. Well, that's technically, they're signing free agents.
0: But That's exactly what the Dolphins did. They didn't sign Tyreek Hill. They traded for Tyreek Hill. I
2: guess. That's fair. They signed a lot of people, too, though.
0: They signed two offensive linemen of note.
2: Who and then a couple of running
0: backs. I don't know. They signed Chase Edmonds. They signed Mostert. They signed Teron Armstead, and they signed Connor Williams. Which is like the big I think names.
3: Else. they and, and and to be clear, and and hmm. and what I just uh, mentioned with this lawsuit, I'm uh, not only rooting for the Dolphins to get to get fucked here. I'm I'm hoping that oh, like,
0: it should be the whole NFL. The Dolphins are just yeah. the team that happened to employ Flores, but like they're all doing it. Exactly. This isn't.
3: It. This isn't just about the Dolphins. Like, there's a lot of this shenanigans going on that I hope, man, I just hope it gets yeah, I, I just the think away.
0: the Dolphins are the only case where we have, like, a true smoking gun, potential smoking gun on the owner. Because that, that's mm-hmm. where the change has to happen. Like, at the end of the day, like, we're seeing, I think it was um, Malarkey was saying he, when he got the job with Tennessee. Yep. Like, he yeah, was he told said it was a sham. That before, like, he was told, like, before they even went through their Rooney rule um, interviews that he was going to have the job, like that's happening everywhere. Yes. So it was it was a Ken, Ken Norton that like was getting
2: interviewed? Yeah. I, Ken Norton was getting interviewed, was it? And then he was like two hours yeah. later, Malarkey got hired.
3: Well, yeah, and, and I, don't and don't forget, he's like, you got at, forget at least a, way
2: more than two hours. Like, come on.
3: Right. Yeah, don't forget a big part of this Flores thing. It's not just about the Dolphins. It's about the Giants. When right, yeah. Will yeah. Belichick accidentally texted him like.
2: Wrong, <laughs> about
0: Congrats! How, Congrats on getting they, the job, Brian. Yep. Oh shit, they, wrong they, Brian. They, My bad. They, <laughs> had, yeah.
3: they had done the same thing that you just mentioned Tennessee doing, where they already told, yep. what's his face, Dable, uh, he's going to get the job, and they hadn't even they hadn't even interviewed Flores yet.
0: Yeah, so, I mean it's a couple it's different dumb. things going on. We've got that situation with uh, the Giants and Tennessee, and then the Dolphins are using. Stereotypes to basically slander yeah. Flores' name, I mean, to making Washington it an excusable fire. Oh, that oh, like the new, one? Right
2: the new Washington to Commanders thing, where they didn't share their ticket revenue. Yeah, <laughs> like you were, that, now you're holding so, back in yeah, the league. Snyder might, might be getting two. out too. Like the that, they're not
0: gonna play about their money. The money so, yeah. will be the first thing that happens. <laughs> so <laughs> what, what, what you just said, Will?
3: Though I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that because that's the thing I've been wanting to rant about for a minute. I'll keep it short, but like the. <laughs> The freaking sports media, man, as they often do, like this is another case of them like really whiffing and holding a little bit of responsibility um, in a way where Flores gets fired. And instead of having the most obvious response of like, this is insane. This is one of the winningest coaches over the last two seasons. What the hell's going on here? Almost everyone in sports media is like, well, we have word that there was a personality conflict. His bosses didn't really like how he was handling things. And then, like, a week later, they've all got egg on their face because those conflicts were not blowing games on purpose for money.
0: Yeah, not illegally tampering with Tom Brady. Like, yes. like these are the things that he's being labeled as a bad personality. Like, Yes. It, no, it we're drives me nuts. So okay. fuck all those reporters, too. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, especially Adam Schefter, you've had a rough month. I
3: hate that
2: freaking like, guy, man. Like, hey, man, he just got paid. I, I should have chose, I gym, chose violence on Adam
0: Schefter. I am going to choose love. I'm showing love to Tiger. Tiger okay. back out there, first round of golf in over 500 days. I never thought he'd golf again.
2: He, after looked, that good that he looked good that first day.
0: Shattered his leg. Good first day, one under. um I thought he dealt with the conditions on Friday fairly well, went two over, but was still within striking distance yesterday. You know, it didn't go very well. But you know, it's just—it's just amazing. He's out there playing in the Masters, making the cut. Where you saw big names like Brooks Kepkin missed a cut, Bryson DeChambeau missed a cut. Like, they all don't have any excuse. They didn't just fucking shatter their leg a year ago. Right, exactly. You know? So, yeah, I think it's—I think it's—I think it's great that he's out there. Excited for the playoffs, though, fellas. I think this is going to be—it's going to be a fun, fun year. year. Yeah, Four you guys
3: never asked me uh,
0: how I thought the playoffs were going to pan out down the road. Oh, I mean, I just assumed as your warriors, we expect your warriors to keep advancing. You might want to hop back in later. But okay, okay, okay. If you want to give a prediction now, go for it.
3: Floor is yours. I got, I got Warriors Heat meeting in the finals. Oh my! Wow,
2: God. we gotta get out of here wow. about this Miami Heat love. What is it? This is ridiculous.
3: I don't love everybody them. Everybody,
2: everybody tries to join the island. Huh? That's okay. I
3: don't love them. I just respect them.
2: All right. <laughs> 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 I'll never, all right, Joe. never jump on that wagon. I refuse. Unless good, LeBron you know. goes back. Championship <laughs> yeah, caliber. You know, biggest. you wouldn't
0: understand that. Yeah. See.
3: We
2: we, we hey. to
0: look for in championship teams. Sorry. But hey, you know what? LeBron now has that stat, though, that he's the youngest and the oldest to ever average 30 points a game. So successful season for you, Joe. Congratulations. I'm really happy yeah. for you. Uh, but
3: we all right, Joe. don't care y'all.
2: about teamwork.
0: Three and possible. <laughs> We're
3: signing It's me
2: one. and team. Let's go.
3: <laughs> There's no team and I. Yeah. <laughs> the
2: damn show so-